Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise from Balance Me Coaching, and I love coming on here and sharing different practices and ideas to reduce the stress in your life. And today I've got a little bit of a unique twist. I've got Roz Slaughter, who is a teen life coach, three-time author, and youth motivational speaker. So for over 20 years, he's been coaching and motivating his clients to create the best versions of themselves. Hi, Roz. How are you, Denise? Pleasure to be here. Yes. So can you tell us what motivated you to do what you do? Absolutely. I mean, it's it starts a long time. So I'm going to try to give you the condensed version, just mainly because for a time, um, I've always been, a, you know, an inspired and motivated kid, even growing up. Um, I was born with my right leg shorter than the other. I have no quadricep or hamstring on my right knee. So I have a disability. And it really just inspired me to always want to be normal. So uh, I knew that I wanted to be physically active. I became a personal trainer. And for over 20 years, that's what I did. I was really working with people on nutrition, mindset, and understanding their body and how to put it all together. And over that time of 20 years, I found myself coaching a lot of athletes who were younger, kids of my clients. And I fell in love with seeing how malleable they were when you gave them an idea that really inspired them to take action. And I started to see some of these young teens really just catapult their success in school, athletics, their mindset, their confidence. And I kept saying to myself, one day, Denise, I'm going to create a business around this where I could truly just dedicate all my energy and passion. And of course, we all know 2020 came around. And with the pandemic, I had to kind of change my business model. And I closed my personal training studios, closed my consulting business. And I was faced with a pivoting decision. What should I do next? And it was clear as, as clear as day. It says, you want to go work with teens, mentoring them, inspiring and motivating them, do something around that. And that's where we are today, where I get to do that each and every day now. That is so amazing. Because I mean, the, the teens have unique issues. Can you just uh, go into some of the issues that teens have around stress and being sort of lost in the world and not having that motivation? Absolutely. That's a great question. You know, when it comes to teens, they're, they're really their brains are formulating and developing, and they're lacking some of the coping mechanisms and skills that we have adapted as adults. Although we all experience stress, but the stress that we experience is different, you know, and teens are really struggling with identity. Who am I? What should, why am I here? How, how am I unique? How am I different? Why am I different? And, they, and, and when they're dealing with this, they look at it through a very simple filter. This person is this way. Why am I not like them? Now, I can translate this to my own story as when I was about 11 or 12, I was in a hospital. And when I was in a hospital for six months having the surgery called the Elizaroth, I consistently always woke up and had this dream that one day I get to run in the fields, run on the park, play baseball, just like all the other kids. I wanted to be normal. 
But the challenge with that is that I would never be normal like all the other kids because I was just trying to fit myself into this box. So when you, I felt that I was always had this anxiety about life and I'm not enough. And when I recognized that teens were going through that, I was like, how do I go back to when I was at? How did I overcome that challenge and create an opportunity for myself? And I started to really dissect, you know, oh, stress, anxiety, confidence, um, lack of feeling enough. Whose love am I choosing? Which parent? And when you start to really dial that in, you can give them some solutions that are going to lessen their stress and give them opportunities to find their uniqueness and really just propel them into success. Wow, that's pretty, pretty amazing work. Now, when teens are experiencing stress, you've obviously, or not you've obviously, but you've probably come across that a few times. What kind of practices and what kind of solutions can you present to the teens to reduce their stress in their lives? Absolutely. Well, the first is super easy, and it's something that we do unconsciously all day, and it's breathing. I teach breathing mechanisms because I really believe that a lot of times when we get shallow in our breathing, and I know you're very familiar with this, you know, we st- <laughs> and that's going to just increase the anxiety, increase the stress, and we're going to start to experience a lot of chemical reactions happening in our bodies. So just slowing down is the first thing that I teach them, you know, and then I really believe in meditation. So I think being mindful is so critical to kids today because we're all on these phones, right? All day, every day, all we're doing is looking. We have attention spans of gnats today. And this is one of the culprits that is creating this high stress. I'm always trying to keep up with the news. I'm always trying to keep up with Instagram and social media. So the first thing I tell them is let's work on some meditation. The second thing is movement. You have to move your body. See, when you move your body, you're going to release those good feeling endorphins that are going to kick in. So it's going to change chemically your physiology, how you feel. Like if you're feeling like you're sad, how are we going to breathe? We're going to have our shoulders slump. We're going to be breathing shallow. You know, our shoulders are rounded. It's going to create a lot of tension in our neck. So I get kids to stand up. It doesn't matter about exercising. I did that for 20 years. We All it really means is, can you stand up, sit down? Can you lift your arms up? One of the coolest exercises that I learned from Tony Robbins, actually, is that he brings his hands up over his head and you snap your arms down and exhale. Do that 10 times. You're going to get so much more oxygen to your brain. Your focus is going to light up. And I see this in the camera all the time where kids' eyes wide up, their shoulders get back. They start to speak clear. And it's so amazing to see that instant shift in them. And now I have connection and rapport with them. And those are the two things that I like to start with. Well, because yes, I mean, one of the things I do with my clients when they are feeling stressed is just stop and do a mindful practice, whether it's meditation, breathing, exercise, go for a walk, switch it up, get out of that mm-hmm. stressful mode. Now, how do you work with teens? Do they come to you or... So um, I have a couple different avenues that get them to uh, kind of find me. A lot of teens find me through their parents because they're not looking for a life coach. They're not looking for solutions to how they feel because they really don't even know they have a problem. It's just the way they live. So the first way is a lot of times clients find me on social media through posts and videos and things like that on my YouTube station. Um, But the programs that I have, I have something called the Boom Accelerator which is a six session process that I take them through. And it's really my introduction to get them open to working with a coach. So I'm not a therapist. I don't try to pretend to be that. I allow them to connect with me and design specifically, what is it that they want? 
what would they like to accomplish? And I teach them how to get some short, quick wins. Within six sessions, we're going to go from increasing their confidence. We're going to who they are. They're going to um, take an, a personality assessment that really allows them to know one of four things, which color they are, which when they figure that out, it has their strengths and weaknesses. And I say weaknesses, but they're really just limitations that they can decide to work on. Um, and then we go through goal setting, of course. And I'm, I don't do goal setting like a lot. Oh, it's got to be smart goals and they have to be this. I want them to set something that they can accomplish quickly within 30 to 60 days. And I give them a specific roadmap to doing that. And when you see kids go through this process, it could be something as simple as I want to play better at soccer or I want to get a good grade uh, in this class or I want to make some friends. How do I make friends, Roz? You know, these are some of the things that we would get to in this six sessions. And then I also have, I'm working currently, it's on a course, which I'm excited about. It's a 12-week course that will break down my entire book, Student Success Secrets, and allow them to understand the seven secrets to success and then how to kind of integrate it into their lifestyle. Wow. So you must get some amazing transformations there. And what's nice about what you're doing is that it's so important to have that support. I know for myself, I mean, I am a coach, but I also have my own coach. Mm -hmm. And it's just someone that you can talk to, the sounding board, the support, got your private cheerleader in a sense. And it's a wonderful um, concept that you're introducing to these teens, especially when they're going through hard times. A lot of times I find with teens, they don't want to talk to their parents mm -hmm. and they don't have someone to open up to. Absolutely. It's so funny when you say it's not is it's not even they don't want to talk to their parents and it comes back to their personality type. What I found with my own son is that my personality type, I'm a red. So I'm someone like I'm A to B. I want to go right to I want to solve. But my wife's a blue. My son's a blue. And that means that they're more intimate. They're more feeling based. They're connected to the experience. And so they everything they do, they feel everything I do. I see it and I hear it. Boom. And I was speaking to them in a different language. So if you don't understand these simple little strategies, your communication is going to be off and that you're going to be like talking to someone who totally doesn't get you. And I've heard that a lot when my clients say, my son tells me all the time, I just don't get him. Well, you don't because you're, you can't remember where you were at that time, what you were experiencing and going through. And it's like, you're talking French to him and he's talking Spanish. You're never going to be able to connect. So I help parents and kids bring that connection together so the communication clears up and that'll allow them to really have that rapport they need so that they can grow their relationship. Now, as a parent, if you find that your child is disconnected, are there any steps that you can take to bring the connection back in? Absolutely. Great question, by the way. I love, and, and this is one where it's, it starts with, you know what, being vulnerable. As a parent, I, and I'm going to go, I always like to point to myself so that I don't generalize. But for me, I was that guy. I grew up with my grandmother. She was from the South. She told me, take the garbage out. That meant instantly, take the garbage out. Don't wait. Don't say in a little while. If it wasn't being done immediately, she was upset. That's where my filters came from, right? I've learned everything. I modeled my grandmother. So when I had my kids and we started to get together, I started to live and I was ruling like that, basically. And I say ruling like that. And so I was pushing them away. But then I had to go, you know what? I want this connection. How can I change? How can I adapt? How can I become better? And the first thing was saying, you know what? I don't know anything. I started to go to books, to audios, to coaches, to learn this stuff. And the first thing, tell your kid, hey, you know what? How can I help you? How can, what is it that you need? And they may not say anything the first time, 
but it's peeling that onion back layer by layer, right? So you have to you have to have some consistency and patience and being a parent because I know that for me sometimes I'm getting one or two word answers. Yeah. How you feeling? All right. How's school? Good. <laughs> you have to be willing to go two, three, four levels deep with your questions. Don't inter interrogate either. If they give you you get a good communication, you get some dialogue, once you get a little bit, come back another day. And, and build on that. Yeah, te teens are something else to work with. I, I remember when I was a teen and I was, my, my, my poor mom, that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I was very independent, but I wasn't independent. So I was very difficult in that way where I was always working, I was always doing my thing, but I was still a kid. I still needed Absolutely. help, I still needed support, but I didn't want to admit to that. <laughs> What you just said there, that is a killer. I mean, I remember my son told me one time, he says, I go, when I asked you to do something, why do you, why is it that? And what's, what are you feeling? What's that initial shock? And he says, even if I was about to do it, the minute you ask me to do it, I don't want to do it anymore. And I was like, wow, light bulbs went off. And instantly I said, okay, so how can I, as a parent, overcome that natural kickback that my teen has because that's the process that they're going through. And so I just give him options now and you're in business. So, you know, I give him the A or the B, you know what, Nikki, would you like to take it out at five or nine? Either way, it has to get out before nine 30. Fair. Great. And you just give them the option. Now you is a win-win for both of you. Great. So I think we're going to wrap it up here. So are there any final words or something else you'd like to share with us today? Absolutely. In closing, I mean, I think it comes down to with anybody. It doesn't matter if you want to create balance and you want to create uh, less stress in your life. Three things that I like to focus on. One, what are your beliefs? What do you believe about yourself, about the world? And it, when you have this positive belief about yourself and the world, you're going to attract great energy, which is going to get, lead you to the second part, which is your attitude. How you show up in this world each and every day will determine your success or failure. The amazing people you attract, like you and I are together today, you allow me to be with your audience is so great, but it's because you're putting that out there. And then the last part of this is self-talk. What are you talking to yourself? How do you speak to yourself? Are you saying positive, uplifting, and inspiring things? Or are you saying negative things? And it doesn't matter if you're an adult who's in business or you're a parent, a mom, a everyday Joe and Jane, but you have to listen to your beliefs, your attitude, and your self-talk will dictate your stress and balance. And if you put it all together, you're going to live an amazing life. Right. So I understand you've written a book or you, you're about to publish a book. Can you talk a little bit about that before we go? Absolutely. Thank you for this. Um, yeah, I, I, we finished a book. Um, it's called Student Success Secrets, the, the Seven Secrets for Developing Inspired and Motivated Teens. And it's a short read, about 140 pages designed so that you can pretty much sit down in an afternoon, absorb these seven key principles. And then I have a productivity planner that supports that. So you take all of those seventh principles and you move them into action steps which allow you to really design your life rather than live it by someone else now where's this book available it's um you can go on my website at rosslaughter.com as well as of course we're going to go to the big one amazon yeah. it's very easy to go to amazon look up ros slaughter or student success secrets and you'll see both the planner and the book and if you have a teen it's not just for anywhere from about 11 to 20 i mean the principles are stuff that i do use every day in my life to really kind of have the right mindset 
for success. I love that. Well, thank you so much for putting something like that out there. Because a lot of times I find teens are misplaced because they just don't fit in anywhere. <laughs> and it's so nice to meet someone that is doing work for teens and it's wonderful. So I do thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Denise, for having me. I really do appreciate it. And thank you to your audience for the time that they've invested in us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.